0: just so we can do this Um, so yeah so I'm with Brian hey what's up man what's
1: going on not much we were just talking
0: about um, cities and change and stuff and I guess like being from you know San Francisco it's a city of change and everything's constantly happening Um, I was just wondering um, from your point of view like what's happening in Memphis or how's that going down
1: it depends on who you talk to you know there's people that fight for stuff where it's like the bass pro shops down there yeah which is terrible like i like bass pro shop they have fishing stuff or whatever but it's going to bring in jobs but it does seem kind of cartoonish yeah But that whole area we have bike lanes now like honest to god you nah. won't get hit by the car you might get hit by a car but yeah. bike lanes we have the green line we have stuff but for everything that good you have you'll have like Oh, a gang of kids beat up some lady in the parking lot at the Kroger's. Yeah. That's what goes on YouTube and gets 20 million hits. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I think there's a lot happening, yeah. you know, and experiencing growing pains. Uh-huh. And and yeah, I don't know. I've been a big avid history buff or Memphis. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting in that what Atlanta is, we sh- we were and should be yeah but we had one of the latest epidemics of the yellow fever to such a degree that they revoked our charter like Wait, we, what like we you know yellow fever, yeah, it happened well into like like I think it, the last case here might have been sometime in like the late eighteen eighties close to like farther than it should have been, yeah, but we had it so many times. we are one of the few cities that doesn't have like its founding father royalty, you know like because yeah. they all moved to other places. Yeah, and then with that, because you think about things like Atlanta is not a distribution center. Yeah, yeah. Memphis, we're on the river. New Orleans, up everything. It was doing great, and then especially after the Martin Luther King assassination, yeah, it died. Like nobody wanted to come here. Like it was. Yeah. So, for years, it was just ignored. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not talking to Elvis or stacks. Like it was a year like your 80s. It was stuff was happening, sort of, but it was downtown was a wasteland yeah you know like you could go after five o'clock it was abandoned there was abandoned buildings you could climb on like it was just okay. fun it was teenager fun yeah you know everything was moving out east yeah like farther and farther away like the white flight of the houses more land oh wow and and i'd say in the last 10 years but probably five years it's over and square this low place where there's food and stuff yeah. shops is coming back. Uh-huh. Um, like So there's the bike line. There's all this good stuff. Yeah. But it's definitely like a weird... We're still known as like Little Detroit or something. Like it's one of those cities you're like, ooh. Do you
0: think it'll always have that character? I mean...
1: I think certain part... I think older I get, the more I learn about balance. Yeah? And so I always feel like one neighborhood's coming up and another neighborhood is probably dying Uh, yeah you know i grew up out east with my parents in a neighborhood called cordova Uh and it was the new up-and-coming neighborhood really it was new construction everything you know everybody was moving out there it was the suburbs it was still sort of country yeah but now 20 odd years later it's where all the box stores are really and the people that live out there in these apartments are the people that work at these box stores oh wow so it's sort of it's not a ghetto or slum but it's definitely like i work here and then I drive a block over mm-hmm. to go work at Target, Walgreens, Best Buy, whatever, you know. And it's interesting because certain other neighborhoods will come up. Yeah. But, the, you know, and it's just a cycle. Yeah. And, but, I don't know. I think we, racially, it's always going to be a little bit weird, yeah. you know. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, I don't know. We might be more violent than some, but, and like I said, you talk to certain people. Yeah if you never leave out east all you hear about is a crazy violence in midtown yeah, yeah you live in midtown you're like where's this violence yeah, yeah. you know or you might hear about it downtown it's i don't know i think we are bad about self-sabotage yeah as a city and a culture really of a city like you read these histories and it's just like man we'll go out of our way our city council is crazy you could film it for a reality tv show it's really? it's crazy yeah. you know somebody's getting DUI they're arguing about crazy stuff somebody's stealing money it's it's kind of a sad yeah. you know i think we're also people leave people grow up i left i hopped trains traveled and did all greyhound buses and did whatever for my 20s yeah but when i came back i was like man this is the best place in the world
0: yeah
1: but you know i wasn't in the industry of any sort, you know. I was like we got three thrift stores, two Vietnamese restaurants and yeah I generally can walk a block before somebody picks me up. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know. But so yeah, I think though people graduating are like, I don't want to raise my kids here. I wanna go it's you know, I wanna move to Portland. I want to move to North Carolina. I wanna move not necessarily New York unless they're doing this but it's very rare do people want to move I want to move back to Memphis. Yeah. And do something constructive.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I've always been, like, the punk ethos has always, like, been a part of kind of how I've rolled, and it's Mm -hmm. funny, I just turned 40, and uh, I still feel that very strong, like, it hasn't left me, and I feel like I'm coming back now, like, all the traveling stuff, you know, I was married, or I was sort of, I was in a long-term relationship in my 20s, and now I feel like I'm doing all the rambling and stuff. And
1: that's, I did all that early, yeah and then, but I think that's the punk rock now for me. It's teaching these hobo kids of mine, you know, it's not necessarily yeah. going to shows anymore or colored records, yeah. you know, or what vinyl, this and that. It's like, hey, somebody falls, pick them up. Yeah. You know, take some, trust some people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't trust some people. Like, but it's that's it's twisted, you know, but it's like grocery stores and, and kids, but you take the knowledge you've had yeah. and you try to instill it. Like, yeah, we're pretty redneck. We're pretty country. Yeah. I carry knives and go to the Bass Pro Shop but my whole entire foundation has been in the pit. Pick yeah. people up. Don't hurt people. Yeah, Don't yeah. be rude to women. Don't, or you know, or just, like, give everybody a chance. You can do anything you want if you put your mind to it. Yeah, Don't yeah. let anybody tell you you can't. You know, like, there's this whole, everything you learn, all those lyrics on those record sheets. Yeah. And all those speeches they gave and all that stuff. For me, at this point, is you know, I tour for a living. Yeah. And it's business, but... But raising them right, mm, yeah, that's kind of the new, you know. Weirdly enough, it's the punkest thing to me is being able to take what you've learned, yeah, and pass it on.
0: Wow, man, that's really inspiring. That's, yeah. I love to hear that. You know, it's like uh, I feel yeah. I feel like that. Um, I have, I you know, because now you mentioned earlier, you know, like God, you got to attach like transgender, queer, all yeah. this stuff to. Um, the punk thing now and i definitely see that in in like where i'm from you know it seems like and it's been a long time for me to come around to some of those ideas you know because for me punk had always been like oh yeah like anti-capitalist stuff you know the more i think about it um and maybe i'd like to hear some of your perspective on this being from the south but you know from the west coast uh it's always um you know like uh hetero culture monogamy like these sort of real catholic or christian yeah values. well
1: it's just it's definitely a weird boys club that you grew up yeah With certain you know and i think i mean i the advent of the internet the advent of yeah. your facebook the, it's destroying smaller scenes uh uh-huh. but it's creating you know it's not that one world order so to speak but yeah I read something the other day that, like, we as a southern people are losing our dialect. Oh, yeah? Because it's more people are moving in or moving out, and then it's the internet. Like, you're Skyping with somebody from Japan that's trying to buy... You know, like, it's... Yeah, yeah. So it's less, you know, and it goes to punk rock. There's less my scene you know and if you do get real weird my scene all of a sudden you're exclusionary or you know yeah but that was used to be the beauty of it is you could go somewhere and see the same thing but done a different way yeah yeah but now you know ebay facebook like it's becoming a worldwide thing which is amazing Uh but um yeah so it's breaking down boundaries faster yeah the time we're living in to compare it to i guess it's like that eighteen nineties mm-hmm. with the advent of radio, telephone, electric like we're seeing advances so quickly. Yeah, yeah. That it hasn't been seen since carriage to the automobile, candlelight to you yeah. know. And it's crazy. But it's also in all that, it's breaking down mm-hmm. you know, like my dad. I love my dad to death, but just the other day he's he's a long haired pot smoking conservative Republican. Really? Yes. Amazing. Huh. <laughs> yeah. It's stunning. But he was just like, man, it's it's end times, you know, it's this and that. And I was like, man, I'm reading these books now. I'm reading about the American Revolution and post-revolutionary stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're all talking about, um, even back then in 1789, they're like, this next generation is worthless. Yeah. So there's yeah. that element of everybody always saying the next one. But he's like, that's fine. But at what point in your life has it ever been, you know the Bible says homosexuality is wrong. And yeah, now there's yeah. like homosexual preachers and homosexual, you know. Yeah, yeah, And so people like that are kind of freaking out. Yeah. But I think it's breaking those, it's just becoming... Breaking some paradigms. And yeah, and I yeah. think it's amazing. Yeah. I don't know what will be the end of it. You yeah, know, yeah. like, the most terrifying thing to me is world peace. Really? You know, I, I just, if everybody's getting along... It's hard. The competition is what creates a lot of things. Yeah. Healthy competition, not bad one. Wow. But I was thinking the other day it's like somebody's always going to be trying to outdo somebody mm-hmm. and that's going to make somebody mad. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily religion or countries or borders, but yeah, part of it if we're all getting along, it almost becomes today. Like hey, it's cool. Yeah. We all win. Yeah, yeah. And then inventions go away, knowledge comes, you know, like and this is a high school dropout expounding on Something he probably has no idea on. But you just things you think, you know, especially watching them, you know, difference in them in school and when we were in school. Yeah. You know, they get trophies for just participating. Yeah. And it's fine. Everybody feels good. Yeah. But you're not, I'm not even talking about country building, but it's just like, I want to try harder. It's like, no, as long as I'm there, I'm going to get something.
0: Yeah.
1: And that takes away from...
0: Well, it's funny, too, because I think that might relate a little bit to what you're talking about, how there's an there's a world changing,
1: yeah. you know, it
0: used to be, uh, where it was like, oh, yeah, it's about this competition, and yeah. that, like, you excel in your certain field or whatever. And now it feels like maybe, I don't know, maybe that paradigm is changing a little bit, you
1: know. I think, in gen- like, there's still people, you know, like, Apple's not going to just hand their stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they're, and they just... But I think in general and it's I'm not like I said, I'm not like everybody should hate each other and be smarter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just it's uh it is, but it's definitely getting interesting uh-huh. to where we are blending into yeah. you're just accept like it's you know, it's the general acceptance of things now is less yeah. shocking. Yeah, yeah. You know, my twelve year old's gonna grow up thinking that transgender is perfectly normal. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm curious what her kids Right. What, what boundaries they're going to break. Yeah. What's, what will become unacceptable? You know what I mean? Like, Man, that's a, that's a good question. You know, and depending on who you talk to, sometimes, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's like what becomes the minority, what becomes the majority, what, uh-huh. you know. And then over history and over different cultures, some stuff that's always been, you know, homosexuality was completely accepted in the Greek culture back, you right. know, it's like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Then at some point it turned crazy. Yeah, yeah. and now it's coming back and you're like will there be a backlash you know yeah. will it get so far that one generation's be like alright hippies yeah you're all this free love and everybody getting along has got to come to an end yeah you know and it might completely
0: <laughs> ebb and flow yeah huh?
1: generational something some event might happen mm-hmm. you know
0: that's funny that is kind of a long view and historically that always happens you know I, mean, I think the one power sort of takes control and that sort of shapes the mindset and stuff and I guess when I think about bringing it back to punk and stuff, and um, I guess maybe like a question I would ask is like, what's our job now? You know, like if you.
1: As an older punk or punk in general? Or what is a punk?
0: Maybe. What is a punk? What's the job of the older punks? Well, I just,
1: I don't, I mean, I I tell them too. It's like, I don't want them necessarily listening to Black Flag. Yeah. I want them to appreciate it, but they need to be in a basement somewhere banging out something that I hate. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a youth based culture
0: right
1: now you should learn from and generally youth based cultures don't learn from the older people you have to learn from your own mistakes right but i also feel as though it's interesting to see a bunch of older punks having kids trying to pass down the values Mm -hmm. and you're like hopefully i'm not they're not going to rebel and become republican lawyers yeah yeah you know but i just yeah i mean it's it's crazy because it is such a to be, a like, not a true punk, but it's, like, everything is so, for say, warp Tour. Um, yeah. You can put a demo on Facebook and 8 million people can hear it if they want to. I just... Yeah, it's political. People have been political. People are just, you know. Yeah. But I'm also looking at it from 43-year-old eyes. Yeah. There's that, always going to be that, like, ah, oh, it's all been done. Mm-hmm. The music I listened to as a kid was the best music in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's almost... But I don't know. I mean, are there kids doing ebullition type stuff today? Oh yeah. Man. But but that's what I'm saying is I don't see it, which is probably fine. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. I don't. I'm not looking. I don't want to be the 40 year old guy sitting in the room with the 15 year olds while the, you know that's you're the creepy guy. You're yeah. not the cool guy. You're the yeah. like oh, who let him in? <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. And yeah, I shouldn't understand what they're fighting. I mean, I not that I shouldn't understand. That's too cut and dry. But you know, I should. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I I don't know. It's yeah. and it's that's the beauty. I keep pointing at these imaginary kids y'all can't see. Yeah. They're over there, but I love the fact I'm curious as to what they're going to discover. Mm-hmm. You know, and that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, like who knows cuz I probably just giggle through most of it like, "Ooh, you're going to want to turn a left there, not a right." Yeah. <laughs> trust me. And then you watch them take a freaking right and yeah. just, you know um but I don't I mean it's just there at this point, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not new. It's what 70s, so what are we looking at 4 or 5 generations old? Yeah. It's mutated. Right. You know, and so fragmented in the subgenres mm-hmm. that it's pretty much
0: yeah,
1: it's just out there. It's like rap music or something, you know, like yeah, it's that kind of thing to where it's become such a part of the mainstream culture mm-hmm. that it's curious what the subculture is. It might yeah. not even... I'm not saying it's ever going to go away. Yeah. But what's the true subculture?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, is it the ravery, Is it steampunk? Is it ravers? Is it
0: Yeah.
1: dubstep? Well, you know, you're just... It's. I. Who knows? Who
0: knows? But yeah. the problem,
1: too, is it doesn't have a chance to incubate as much, I don't feel like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of the internet. Yeah. You don't get to sit with your 12 friends and have two or three bands and a scene. Yeah. Because you're putting that on the internet... Right. on your Facebook band page, and it's all over. So a lot of, like, it happens quicker, and yeah. it ends quicker. Right. So the cycle's through quicker. Yeah. And so, it's like, oh, whoa, that, you know, yeah. I don't think the Washington, D.C. scene could happen um, nowadays. nowadays. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Just because it was allowed, I don't, I mean, pick a San Francisco, anything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just watching it all, yeah. it would just, you know, it had time to fester, thinking but, you know, like just to kind of incubate and then come out. Yeah. And then die a natural death. Mm-hmm. But now it's such a rapid pace.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's more. You know, there's more punk history books. Right. You know, they just had a thing, the Minor Threat, the Discord movie, Salad Days, just played at the Brooks Art Museum. Yeah. And they had a zine, uh, Memphis and zine, I didn't get the guys out of town, but they had people come in and set up, and it was like a zine museum or something like it was just a display or something yeah. which is crazy wow you know and so it's reached fine culture technically mm-hmm. yeah, and that's
0: speaking of art um do you do you make uh visual art
1: yeah days? um i've been trying to paint i've been like one of my three goals was to be able to play guitar paint and draw like sketch really and paint and draw but um but i've been stenciling it's, my medium is grip tape yeah. and spray paint, oh, yeah? which is pretty ridiculous. But it's pretty amazing. It's not really ridiculous.
0: Yeah,
1: I like I joke about you know young men dream of travel and old men dream of boats. Right. You yeah. know it's so uh, it's like I've rediscovered skateboarding oh, and nice. I go roll around. I don't, I'm not all in. I'm not doing any. Yeah. You know everybody's assuming that you can just do a three twenty McNasty kickflip and I'm like, no man, we're lucky just to be on let's not fall off. <laughs> But I have found myself yeah. older enough to be like... In the old days, you had cut a lot of yards or do something to get a skateboard. Yeah. And now you're like, I'll take all three colors. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But and I found I'll spend hours just cutting out designs, daggers, dragons, um, anything. Yeah. Cutting out the grip tape, doing it kind of 3D. Cool. And then I'll stencil stuff over it. I like pyramids and lightning. Oh yeah, oh me too. So because yeah. I'd laugh because for me, as a young kid. It was pyramids and lightning, very very frightening. I yeah, it, but it's not. But and then having the big pyramid and just it's
0: yeah,
1: it's a thing. And uh, but yeah, I've done a few boards for people. I've done some for uh, like there's a Skate Amigos, yeah, which is an organization that now that Cuba's kind of opening up, I don't know it'll still go down there, but they would collect skate supplies. and go down there, and, and like, there's kids that can just basically give away all the skate stuff and help the scene down there. Wow. But I did a board with their logo and stenciled all around it, and they auctioned it all. I mean, like, a hundred bucks, whatever, but, cool. you know, it's just fun. That was... Yeah, playing music for a living kind of took away my visualness for a long time, Mm -hmm. and I've missed it. So lately, it's just been, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to stencil. I mean, I get the general idea. Yeah, I'm not, like, jay adams or anybody crazy you know so it's i've actually moved up to the clear plastic now as opposed to the cardboard <laughs> and so that's a huge jump yeah, yeah yeah but it is it's it's fun it's i grew up shoe repairman yeah that's the family business and so that always teaches you to fool with your your hands and you yeah. know and i think it's and it's it falls back to that punk thing yeah. most people are like i don't know how to stencil i wouldn't i was like man you Start cutting until you get it right. You yeah. know, like I think that's the I can do whatever yeah. I put my mind to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is people would get stuck here yeah like people like you would have come here and you would have been like looking around at some point somebody said you look like these people you should go to the donut shop yeah and it would be 20 or 30 kids hanging out front all night oh yeah the antenna club was across the street that's where the shows were yeah the grocery store everybody most everybody lived in one of three houses together oh yeah you know what I mean but it was so yeah your rent was $35 a month or whatever, you know. So a lot of people would come through, like, "Oh, we're traveling from Portland to New York," but I've been in Memphis for seven years now. <laughs> you
0: yeah, know, yeah, just
1: because nobody was really in college. Yeah. So you just, I wouldn't necessarily partying, but it was like you could get a dumb job, probably at the donut shop or a Pizza Hut. Yeah. And live like a king and hang out and, you know, <laughs> was that pe-
0: you? Did you have? A, were you like living in one of these houses? Yeah,
1: I. Uh, yeah, I like talking to. Um, Jamie, before I'd gotten kicked out of one subculture, yeah, and adopted by another one, being with the straight edge to the punk rock kids, they took me in, which I'd always known yeah. those kids, you know. It's but and then yeah, and it's just, I mean, I think it's you know, what it as far back as the '60s or something. It's crash pads, but it just yeah. in the punk world, it's always like the something house, mm-hmm. and ours were always the street names, like oh, the Felix House, yeah. the Cowden House. You know, nobody lived at the lightning cloud house or another, yeah. you know like the, whatever the I, Anarchy.
0: Got the, I got the Apollo house that's where i live <laughs> yeah well no but
1: i'm saying that's it's just nobody ever put it clever like we lived on down the street where are the hell we lived like next door was the warehouse mm-hmm. you know bro, um but and then we lived on broad street at a warehouse and that was just i haven't gone to broad street yeah it wasn't even a house it was just it just took the whole name yeah of the street <laughs> but um, it is you put 15 or 20 Not 15 or Depending on the space. Mm-hmm. But over... Yeah. Sometimes two to a room. If you were rich, you got mm-hmm. your own room. You know, you laugh about that. Can you remember the first time somebody decided to be at a window unit? Yeah. And you're like, well, that's going to cost like a million. You're going to have to pay extra in the utilities. Yeah, yeah. And then... the down south, window units might be a little bit more important than out west or something. But it was a yeah. heat, you know, thing. But it's funny. And then you realize that it's really only $10 more a month. Yeah. And you... Everybody's sleeping in that room while you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, to my room." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the donut shop just ended up. The guy that owned it, George, just he didn't care. He don't care how it got done as long as it got done. Yeah. But, you know, and so he hired all those kids, and it was it's like we made donuts <laughs> filthy. And if the the like, I think if something dumb like Red Dog or something was it the health inspector came in. You hear Red Dog, everybody just file out the back door. Mm -hmm. Suspicious as it was, us in the alley was still legally okay, as opposed to us in the... You know, like, they couldn't write you up, because we were just filthy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... um, Yeah, it's like... That... It's the common... It's not just the punk... So you got the punk culture. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, rock and roll, punk rock shows, scene. Who meets the, like, latent... I mean, all night street culture. Yeah. Which is always interesting. You know, because those are the people that hung out at dump shops anyway, usually, is your, right. your people in the halfway houses, your crazy people, your something's wrong people mm-hmm. meeting this collection of predominantly white, not even middle age, like teenage to 20 something yeah, group of kids living cheaply and dirty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was like the halfway house, there's always like, there was Eric who always would, he'd sing Roxanne, had dreadlocks and always begged for money. And then you'd yeah. be like, I don't got any money. He's like, you don't ever give me no money. I was like, you never give me any money. Yeah. He pulls out this wad. He's like, you never asked. You never And you're like, cause you're like, holy crap. It's just, he walks around all day yeah. asking people for, you just think about it. If every third person gives you a couple of dollars, yeah. you make 50 bucks a day. That's, oh, you know, but then there's the crazy guy that, had the plot for the time machine he could listen, had the pl- blueprints he'd made it up mm-hmm. and then some friend of ours was like a nuclear physicist so he was pretty smart and he debunked it and the guy never came back and we we're like why did you run off the time machine guy yeah. it was so cool he was so like this is happening you know yeah and then tommy would wear ladies underwear on the outside of his cl- regular clothes oh, yeah. and write these long poems on the like the donut shop paper and roll them up in the scrolls and give them to all the girls that work there. Oh, yeah. But nothing dirty or weird, but it would just be rambling, <laughs> you know, but he liked to roll them up in time. And yeah. I wish I still had one of those. Yeah. But like Eugene, the cap writer, we went to his funeral. <coughs> that was crazy. Yeah. It wasn't that many people, but you got to imagine this 67-year-old black man at his funeral. Mm-hmm. So there's all these older people, some grandkids, and this A huge contingent of just trying to look nice white punk rock kids yeah and they're all like what the heck because you he hung out at the donut shop you yeah, get it all yeah. your home you know Wow. and um yeah you know that yeah. was when we started having babies those were some of the first oh yeah you know we were at that age where it wasn't unusual yeah it wasn't 15 it was, ever, was like 21 or so and yeah, yeah. somebody get pregnant and you're like holy crap you know yeah pushing that baby carriage around with your your friend yeah. Green hair, oh, you've got man. you know Harry Krishna the bond and people are like I'm gonna steal that baby, and raise it right, or just yeah that kind of stuff, <laughs> and um, which is another thing I learned about is it's definitely a Southern thing. It's like the West Coast never played much into it. Yeah, culture like you know you're like oh I like these bands California, that mythical land. Yeah, but definitely your New York Boston your North versus your South, and mm-hmm. that most of the punk rock kids of that age we're going to college going to Columbus Fest going to that and they'd come down and be like there's like three baby carriages outside the show yeah. and you get to realize yeah, it's definitely you know like it's culturally stereotypical to where we had people go to college but our, our punk rock was maybe a little less intelligent or yeah. less academic yeah, not intelligent yeah. and so it was always funny to have friends come down and be like so weird yeah y'all got babies y'all got babies now. you know and it's like you know like it seems normal Mm -hmm. because you're more excited like i didn't have it when i was 17 Yeah, i'm legitimately aged out. you know (laughs) and uh so that was always interesting to see that dynamic yeah but i don't know it just i mean i just today or yesterday i just went to brandy and chuck those are people i grew up worked at the donut shop best friends they're godparents to my kids i'm godparents to theirs There's uh, oldest, just turned 10. Wow, you know. And so, when you have these parties, you see people that you haven't seen in a while. Mm -hmm. Because there are people that are like, I'm an artist, I paint for a living, I take pictures, I act, I don't have kids. Yeah, and they're always a little bit like, Yeah, you had a family, you sold out, or not even sold out, but it's like, Yeah, I'm doing this. It's like, Well, we're doing this, Mm -hmm. you know. But generally, that group, it was like, We. It's like you went through something together. That was our family. I wasn't talking to my mom or dad at the time.
0: Yeah.
1: We made our own Thanksgiving dinners. We had our own Christmas parties. We did our own like. Yeah. Sometimes people would like, oh, I'm gonna go see my parents or I'm gonna do laundry, but most of the time it was like, it was that freaking the rejected from suburbia. Oh,
0: yeah, man. You know. Yeah. And
1: it, but it was in real life. Yeah. And if you see these pictures sometimes of where we how we lived, just people just be like that. No. That, that's crazy. Yeah. You know. You put twelve people in a two-bedroom apartment. Rent yeah. was super cheap. Mm-hmm. Sleep on the floor. Sleep in the closet. Sleep wherever you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know. I'm assuming that still happens to some degree.
0: Oh yeah. I you mean, know? I definitely am in the throes of that. I see that a lot. You yeah. Know? I Get around and you know when I'm traveling, that's generally what I do. I'm just oh. like look for this punk houses or whatever.
1: And, then... and that's like I still, you know, my wife doesn't generally doesn't mind, but man. If you're a band or the BMX guys or you chum through, yeah, pretty much. It's that I learned that it's like you get food, yeah, you get a nice place. Take you want to do laundry, you want to take a shot, hang out, yeah. It's a, you know it's a this is an oasis, yeah. And I've taken that from the punk houses because that's the other thing with the punk houses. Yeah. When you first get it, you invite every crackhead weirdo in the world in. Right. But you can as you get older, in the punk, you're like, no, 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 we're not inviting. But then you get that new kid, because you always hated getting that one person that just moved out of the house. Yeah. Because they're going to invite all the crazy crackheads. Right. right. They steal. Yeah. They're just going to steal your stuff. Oh, you're just, you know, you're discriminating. And it's like, no, man, I've lost a lot of shit. They steal. Yeah, yeah. You'll get stolen from a couple times, and then you'll be a little bit more. Then you'll get it. Yeah. You know, it's just live and learn. Education is not free. Mm -hmm. You know
0: yeah that's an interesting point too what you' what we were talking about earlier about how you know punk has always been about like a youth culture and sort of learning for yourself right yeah. and you know having a a mentors or something and um I think that's really true, man you mm-hmm. know like I think that um maybe that's what what punk is really, yeah. you know it's just about
1: like going your own road and i think i mean that's yeah, and I think that's yeah it's definitely that and that's what's interesting is how many different roads mm-hmm. but and how liberated and enlightened we feel yeah but yet we still argue yeah yeah. like it's freaking congress or something yeah, you know like yeah, yeah. your way's the wrong way yeah. you're like whoa man it's supposed to be able to do whatever you want yeah you know but then you're also wondering is, is do your own way but is there a learning curve like at some point mm-hmm. that's like do your own way but do it not necessarily this way but it's like yeah. not like, you don't want to be like, yeah, shoot heroin and break bottles. Yeah, That's right. your way. But you're like, yeah.
0: don't last very long. Yeah,
1: you feel like maybe <laughs> I've kind of mutated out of that. Or, I've, yeah. you know, the next generation should be a little bit like, yeah, that, that was that. Yeah. Now we do this. Mm-hmm. And 20 years from now, they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's, you know, I find myself reading every punk rock book they put out. Mm-hmm. I go on YouTube and watch every... I don't care what it's about usually seventy seven Manchester nineties New York hardcore mm-hmm. I'll absorb it like a scholar, yeah, you know, and it's just interesting, yeah, you know it's like the skateboarding, all these boards that we took out and just beat the crap of if you didn't, if you'd have saved one of them, it'd be probably worth a thousand dollars
0: right right It's
1: that same with the punk rock sometimes you just don't think about what you're doing, making right. a lasting impression yeah. on the future, yeah. And that's the youth part of it. I think once you get to an age to where you're like, aw, it's over. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, it's not over, but that particular facet. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm saying is like, I get excited to collect punk records still or some flyers or, you know, this and that. But really, it's like, and everybody's different, but you're like, let's try to move it forward. Yeah. Or you're one of those people that are like wearing Leopard print hair and being forty, going you kids don't know nothing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you're just like, man. I mean, you're happy, but that's you're not growing with it. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm not saying you look like a clown. <laughs> yeah, but you kind of look like a clown. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying. I mean, I'm covered in tattoos and I grow weird, but it just yeah. you're not 22. Yeah, nice. you know. And then I had a friend one time that was like, man, there's no new good punk music and you're just like oh and then the other friend William sang for Cop Out the Memphis band he was talking mm-hmm. to Steve who sang for Raid Steve was saying there's no good punk and William was like Maximum Rock and Roll this is before a lot of this was the thing he was like Maximum Rock and Roll comes out every month and there's like 400 things reviewed yeah they can't all be bad
0: right
1: you know you might not like it yeah yeah but it can't all be bad right and you know yeah 400 releases a month times 12 there's plenty of new stuff coming out of it But it's not, you know, because I think, like all things, the music that you grew up on, it's not even music anymore. It's a part of you. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Downcast 7-inch is probably the greatest 7-inch in the world to me. The Downcast LP, not so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're the same. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't really flip that Downcast 7-inch over, over and over and over, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, and that's just one example, but it was, you know... And it's just fun, like, like when they have the punk club, the antenna reunions. Everybody comes out. Blah, blah, blah. They went through in high school, maybe the first year or two of college, and you want to point fingers, like, have you, where were you last year? Yeah, yeah. Where were you at this other club? Right, right. You know, and I don't even get out that much anymore. Yeah, but well, it's busy guy. Well, I mean, it's still, I, I, I'll, I'll go see. I'll see my friends. Yeah, yeah. But I'm terrible about like. Ah. So we've never heard of them, huh? Yeah, yeah. And that's. Song getting old to me where it's like, I don't know, you know. Or you go look online as opposed to just being like, I support everything that comes through mm-hmm. regardless. I can walk away going, ooh, that's terrible. Yeah. But I went. But you went. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what I think too. Yeah, you know, I'm a visual artist, but, like, I support the arts by going to watch man. bands, man. Like, I feel like that's my contribution. Yeah. I like, get my, you know, yeah. go support everything, you know. And that's, it's just... Yeah.
1: After a while, I'm just like, man, I just don't have it in me. Yeah. And it is. I want to stay home. Like, I grew up, there was one year I just got drunk and made nothing but stuffed animals. Oh, yeah? Like, no patterns. Somebody taught me how to use their sewing machine.
0: And you made stuffed animals?
1: I got a few of them. A couple of people have them, but yeah, I was making bumblebees for people, but I, or weird monsters, reggae spiders. Oh, wow. You know? Because a lot of the stuff, just speaking of visual art and not having gone to school, yeah. but I'd meet people. I was like, man, I have a hell of a portfolio. Yeah, I would take wood pulp and go smear it on the angel motifs, the the reliefs on the side of the buildings yeah. in the park, and let it sit overnight till it dried, and then um, paper mache copper wire and build a box and oil that box and have you know. for me, I was making something for a girl. Really? You know, <laughs> to give away. Yeah. But I laugh. I'm like, man, I've done zines, I've done. Uh, flyers, different yeah. art things, stuffed animals. I would have never... I got friends now that I'm looking at what they do for art, and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. You know? Like oh, I got a $20,000 grant to make cardboard guitars of my favorite 80s guitar heroes. Oh, wow. You know, and you're just like... We used to do that for fun because we didn't have a TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's the kind of thing. It's just, I never... Dropping out of high school, never taking art classes, yeah. but the punk. It's like you, can, if you want something done, you. We didn't know how to use the copiers. Yeah. We didn't know how to lay out zines. Yeah. yeah. My first few zines, I couldn't number the pages because I didn't know how to. Yeah. So everything had to be a standalone on each page. Wow. Cause it, and they were all in different order, just depending on how they got. Yeah. Yeah. Until wow. I figured out how to like. Yeah. Collate. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. Wow. That's the kind of thing is, and that's what I'm hoping now, especially. You know, I'm gonna fix the, the hole. I have a garage that has a big leak, but I think I'm gonna patch that leak mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put a ventilator thing, and that's probably gonna move my whole operation, stencil wise. Cool. Because I think I can go Go big. Go big. Oh, man. You know, and paint. Like, i have just, I'm not trained. Yeah. But I have this, like, I have a wedding present for a friend. Once again, I'm just, it's funny. I've sketched their faces into it, but it's a, Cuban Cigar Box.
0: Oh, yeah?
1: And like I said, now you can probably get them from Cuban Pruits at the time, you know, and I had it. But I'm terrified to finish painting it. I've drawn the sketches because it's Cuban Cigar Box. Like, I don't know. I'm like, what if you mess up? (laughs) Like, you can't mess up with this. Yeah, it's got to be. It kind of has to be right, you know. I guess I could whitewash it and start it again, but you don't really I'd lose some of the, you know. But, but yeah, it's just fun to. I've been finding all my old journals to where... I would just bring acrylics,
0: yeah,
1: and I'd write, and then one day I'd be like, "Oh, I'm stuck," and I would paint that mic stand and maybe your arm because I don't do faces, right? But it's you know like, yeah, it's just fun. But just trying to express yourself,
0: yeah,
1: like that is it's a like, This booth is a man. Like for me, this would be like, let's just build something, yeah, you know. And then I realize people go, "Oh, you call that art?" You know, yeah, yeah. You're like, "Oh, well, okay, son of a bitch," <laughs> you know. So, and like I said, that's the skateboards I'm thinking I want to get 10 or 12 blank boards cuz the bottoms don't matter. Yeah. And I'm going to do every each one as crazy as I can. And some coffee shop or maybe here or somewhere. I'm like I could have an art show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether I sell them or not, I could pretty much hang them. Mhm. And I think it would be like you know, like, "Oh, okay." You know, I just want to have an art show where it was a, or a photography show where you take all the weird 110 pictures or whatever you your disc camera just all your like like jamie and everybody always had to like right click click but i was like how fun would it be to have a photo show of like your instamatic not polaroid yeah or whatever but just your plain old 110 or whatever not necessarily 35 but just like the people hanging out oh well, i like that flower yeah, yeah but to treat it like you can take stuff and be like no if we call it art it's going to be art yeah. as opposed to snapshots. Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't it just be funny to have them like, framed and 30 of them, you know? Yeah. I was like, I've always had those. F- that would be funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's me being like, I am untrained. and You know, you just, well, it's just funny like, how can I cheat my way into this? <laughs> <laughs> but there's no cheating in it because it's art. That's right.
0: And so, it's a wonderful thing of art. Exactly. It's no wrong.
1: That's, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just fun. Not realizing it for so long, yeah. you know. I was like, I was a thuggy little straight edge kid yeah, yeah. with an emotional streak, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then eventually you start reading, you start doing stuff, yeah. and you realize, man, I can do anything, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know, those kids, sometimes they're the ultimate art project. It's like because you're bending and sh- you're, they're going to do what they do, mm-hmm. but you, you you like try to corral as much information in them as you can, yeah, and see what happens. There you go. You know? Yeah, so I don't know. All, All right,
0: right, man. Well, it sounds that's a pretty good. Yeah. I think we're pretty good. We came full circle. But thanks for, thanks for uh, hanging out.
1: Oh man, like, I talking to Jamie the other day. Is, like I said, just whatever we're going through at home. But I don't get to yeah see a lot. All my friends live in different cities. Yeah, like, I see them twice a year from touring. Oh man, and that's where Sam would always be like, "You talk there, here's a." I was like, "I haven't, I haven't talked to you." I can talk <laughs> to the kids. aren't talking like these are like minded. I'm like. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like I have stored up years of, you know, or months of, like, stories. Yeah. And like I said, you, if you ever want, before you leave, come by the house. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was
0: going to say that, man. I think
1: it may be cool to... Because I have some old Memphis zines. I have some of my zines. I have the donut shop sign in my living room. Really? It's like River City Donuts. Yeah, oh, man, I would love to. And products. it's just yeah. old skateboards, records, Memphis records. Wow. Punk rock. I mean, if you... My office is a museum. I have a jar collection that has like parts of Elvis Presley's birthplace, home, Civil War bullets, Spawn Ranch nails from the ch- like Man. it's just we could spend hours. And if I open up the file cabinets, yeah, old Memphis hard like when people would fight and do questionnaires, we no would way. go to the show and be like, "What is punk?" Yeah, and it would be like basically you're attacking a group inside your group. Yeah, nobody wanted to just do it, but there's I still have like. Chris Bonner is a rapist it's some kid that lived here for a while that got accused of rape a lot he was kind oh. of shady but at Columbus Fest this flyer got passed around wow and you're like holy shit could you imagine yeah in this day doing like just or any not even back then it was still just like whoa yeah that's you intense. know that's, uh, and uh but yeah just all kinds of crazy demo right? covers and I have a box full of demos and uh but yeah I mean you're welcome to cool I'm literally this is my one thing I'm doing today Oh, man, well, let's go. All right, so
0: that was our interview with Brian Vendel from Bomb Shelter Radio. He just had gotten off the tour and uh, was hanging out, and it was a pleasure talking to him. And uh, we'll talk to him again soon. All right, thanks a bunch.